Welcome back, everyone, to episode 104 of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Cresta, alongside me, Ryan Fran, for the first time in a little bit. What are you giggling at already? Staring right at the camera immediately. That's what I'm doing. I'm looking at the <laughs> audience. Just... Why would I stare at you? No, just oh. looking. Okay, well, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, this is episode 104, as I said. Uh, we are the Popcorn Podcast. Now you threw me off my rhythm. Today we're, <laughs> today we're here to talk about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 and some of the film. <laughs> You're staring out the window. Uh, I got you in your own head. You got me fucked up. <laughs> and um, yeah, talk about some news. And yeah, today's going to be a really fun episode. It's nice to have Ryan back in the studio for the first time. And we haven't done a, a studio months. one yet in a while. Yeah. But um, yeah. Make sure to listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, anywhere else you find podcasts. Check us out on TikTok. We're actually doing pretty well on there so far. This is the mm-hmm. best our TikTok's done in a while. Um, yeah, but Ryan, how how have you been? Been pretty good. The- I got I got some. My skin's peeling a lot. Yeah, recently my arms peeling, back of my neck, rough face. It's not good, but it's going away. So not sunburn anymore, which is good. You're just peeling. Yeah, I'm at the end of it. Yeah, you're at the end. Yeah. But um, do you want to hop right into the news? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, we can start off with the elephant in the room. Yeah. We got our first set pictures of Deadpool 3, mm-hmm. and we got them a couple days ago, and it was just Deadpool. His suit is a little bit different. It's more vibrant than his past suit. His belt actually has a face now instead yeah. of just the two lines. I was happy to see that. Yeah. And I hope it is that vibrant in the movie. I hope it goes to the comic book way. Mm-hmm. I, not that I don't love the Fox suit. I just like it a little more. Yeah, more I've seen a lot of people like comments of people being like, "Oh, this suit's terrible." Like, all the suits have CGI. You gotta wait till they yeah. finish it. So, I mean, his suit in Fox did look good no matter what. Yeah, this one, this yeah. one looks a little more cotton. It doesn't look as like slick. Yeah, but I don't care about that. And then today, we got a new shot, and that was Deadpool and Wolverine walking together, and it's Hugh Jackman in his comic book accurate suit, which was. Really, really cool to see. Finally see him in yellow. Yeah. Which is funny because like a couple days ago, I mentioned like we never got to see him in yellow. Remember? It was late yesterday. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. We were going to see Mission I Impossible. <laughs> oh, no. We were going to see something else. It was Insidious. It was Insidious we were going yeah. to see. So two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> two days ago. Um, Other news. We... As I said in, in the Indiana Jones review, David Cornsweet has officially been cast as Superman in mm-hmm. Superman Legacy. I'm very excited to see what he does. I think he's going to be a very good Superman. So do I. Um, oh, we got the Napoleon trailer, the Ridley Scott Napoleon movie. Yeah, that actually looked pretty good. It looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. I love Ridley Scott. So Yeah. Well, I've grown to love him. I used to not like him. Really? Yeah. And his last couple movies have got me on his side. Well. The Last Duel, baby. <laughs> The banger of a movie. Okay, movie. Shut up. I just didn't love it. Uh, <laughs> I sat through the whole thing. I didn't look at my phone. Can't say that. I just didn't like the movie. You can't say that. Uh, in sadder news, Alan Arkin has passed away. Very famous actor for everyone who doesn't know. And yeah, prayers out to his family. We got some announcements on Oppenheimer. It has no CGI in the entire movie. I'm looking at you now. Pretty crazy. Uh. While, on the other hand, Indiana Jones has over 150 VFX shots just of his de-aged face, yeah. which is crazy. And I don't think the de-aging looked terrible. It took a took a good five minutes. You haven't seen it yet. We're going to mm-hmm. see it after this. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think you'll feel the same way about it. Like, it wasn't bad. 
it just took like a couple minutes to be like, okay, this is yeah. And the dark lighting helps a lot. Mm-hmm. It's but, the same with any like de aging CGI yeah. face. It just it never looks perfect, but you know, after a few minutes, you kind of warm up to it, I guess. Yeah. Um. There was something. Else. Oh, did you hear how Nolan got the idea for Oppenheimer? Uh, reading a textbook? How? (laughs) I don't know. No, so at the Tenant rap party, Mm -hmm. Robert Pattinson bought him a book about Oppenheimer. Okay. And he gave it to him, and then he's like, he was reading it, and he just became obsessed with the idea of Robert Oppenheimer, and then made the movie, and then tried to cast Robert Pattinson, but Pattinson (laughs) had already signed on to do the Adam McKay movie and the Bong Joon-ho movie. Okay. And probably the Batman. Yeah. So, it would have been cool to see Robert Pattinson. Killing Murphy. He's going to kill it, though. He's not as cool as Robert Pattinson. Probably not, but... He's not Batman. He's not Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's actually all the news, so... Yeah, not much. There's yeah. big stuff, but not a ton of stuff. Yeah, like, the Deadpool thing's huge. But... Seeing Wolverine in, in yellow was just... Yeah, that... that would, We could title that. Fantastic. That could be the title of the episode. Yeah? Yeah. Just yellow, just... <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Now I'm moving into our... Rev- oh, do you want to talk about Insidious really quick? Yeah, we can talk about it. Like, nothing crazy. Just like... Yeah. Just, everyone something. It was... To say it as briefly as possible, it was good, but the ending needed more. It could have been better. Yeah, it could have been better. It was good all the way through, and then the ending was kind of like... You're... You don't realize you're in the ending. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel like this should be the end of the movie, and then you're like, oh, shit, this is, this is the end. Okay. There needed to be more build up in that third act. Yeah, no, um, I agree. I think I thought I was real. I was really enjoying myself the mm-hmm. first two acts, like as much as a horror movie can be. Yeah, and then it just all of a sudden was middle of the third act. Like it didn't have like a start to the third act. It just yeah. felt like it was we're in the middle of it now. Yeah, and I feel like it could have used me like fifteen, twenty more minutes. Yeah, exactly. But. All in all, I think Patrick Wilson did a good enough job for his directorial debut. I mean, from going never directing before and then having to jump in to what I think is one of the hardest genres to make a solid movie in. Because mm-hmm. as we've seen, horror is always very... Audiences will like it, critics will hate it. Yeah. So it's always super hard, I think, to make one. But if a guy's going to go and direct a horror movie, it's probably the guy who's been in Insidious, yeah. <laughs> Conjuring. <laughs> He's doing all of it. The guy who's been working with James Wan for his over a decade. His whole career. Yeah. So, I enjoyed myself. I still had a lot of fun watching it. I still love the Insidious franchise. If this movie was a little bit better, I think it would solidify itself as better than The Conjuring World. But mm-hmm. it didn't hit enough that I can say it's better than Conjuring. Yeah. Like, The Conjuring movie is definitely the best out of all of the franchises. Yeah. But as a whole, like, La Llorona's not very good. The Nun's terrible. Annabelle's not very good. But Insidious, I feel like it's always pretty good. Yeah. But it wasn't good enough to be like, this is better. Mm -hmm. This one was just, it was just undercooked. Like it needed more, the characters needed more time to talk to each other and like flesh out their feelings. You're kind of just suddenly, what you'll see when you watch the movie, you're kind of just suddenly in the ending and it feels, it feels unearned is a good way to put it. Like it just ends. Not like Morbius level, just not like Morbius level. But like you're kind of just realized, like, oh shit, this is this is the ending. But I needed more, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good yeah. summary of, in, 
of Insidious. Mm-hmm. Not a bad movie. It was worth the watch. It was fun, but yeah, it's still an Insidious movie. Like it felt the most like the first two that we've gotten. Yeah, because as much as I love the third one, I like this one a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Third one's the scariest still. That one has so many good jump scares. Yeah, I think so. You love the second one. I do love the second one because yeah. I just love seeing how like everything connected to the first one. You're like, oh shit, he opened the door. It yeah. was so cool. Yeah, but um, moving on from Insidious into the main point of doing this episode, and that is Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Thanks to Paramount and Walmart for giving <laughs> us an early screening, and right out the gates, I think they've done it again. Like this franchise continues to make good movies. Yeah, but this movie is not as good as the last three, last two maybe, last. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think, well... No, I guess it's better than... It's not as good as Fallout. Fallout, no. by far, is the best one. And then Ghost Protocol, it's not as good as... Yeah, I'd So I guess that. it's like third, fourth-ish. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Rogue Nation. I have to forever, watch it So, lot. like, I, yeah. I can't say if it's better than that or not. But definitely not better than Fallout and Ghost Protocol. But it's still a good movie. Like, these movies haven't missed since two or maybe three. Even though me and you both like three. But I, I think... I love three. Yeah, I think it's, you know... Out of the original trilogy, the original, the first three, I think the first one's still the best. I have to, I dude, I haven't watched the first one probably since it, I was little. The first one's just like an instant classic. I think the third just, one I just like so much because it was always on at like 10 a.m. on HBO. Yeah, every week. And the third one's the most like action movie out of them because yeah. it's just shooting and running the whole time. <laughs> That's what makes it so much fun. Yeah, but um, into the scores so far, it is sitting at an 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. 89% on Google, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the synopsis so far for this film is that Ethan Hunt and IMF team must track down a terrifying new weapon that threatens all of humanity. If it falls into the wrong hands with control of the future and the fate of the world's stake, a deadly race around the globe begins. Confronted by a mysterious, all-powerful enemy, Ethan is forced to consider that nothing can matter more than the mission, not in the lives of those he cares about most. It's a pretty good synopsis. Mm-hmm. Um, this film starred Tom Cruise, of course, as Ethan Hunt, Haley Atwell as Grace, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Vanessa Kirby, Palm Clementoff, uh, Issa Morales, Issa Morales, plays Gabriel, yeah. uh, Simon Pegg, I want to get everyone in here, click through, yeah, take your time, uh, Vin Rames as Luther, Henry Kitchener, whatever he, however he says, <laughs> I'm not going to attempt that. Oh, I forgot Nicholas Holt was supposed to be in this movie. Yeah, I saw it. What was he supposed to be? He was supposed to be Gabriel. Oh, really? Yeah. He got cast and then had to drop out. For what? Uh, You you know the uh, show he does on Hulu? Like the old... Like the King? Yeah. Yeah. He had to do another season. They wouldn't let him do it. Uh, And then Carl Ewells as the president. Then Linger. I think that's how you say his name. But, um... Yeah, he's not the president of the United States. Oh no, he's, he's the, the CIA he's, director. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he's the president. No, um, yeah, I think cast uh, like every new edition of this series has been good, and I think good is a good way to put it because the new edition, the new additions to this movie being um, Haley Atwell as Grace, and then Palm Clementine is Paris, and then Gabriel also like. They were good additions. I don't think, which you kind of agree, at least with Grace, they weren't great additions. 
I yeah, think, they weren't as good as like when Jeremy Renner came. Yeah, I think all three of them acting wise did a good job. I just think the characters like Grace was. I put I said inconsistent is how I put it because sometimes she's like fighting really well and sometimes she's like you see that she can lie really well like she's a thief she's yeah. an extortionist and then sometimes she's just not acting how she sh- how she should like sometimes she just gets dumb out of nowhere for a little bit and then she gets smart again it's just inconsistent and i think gabriel which total nitpick gabriel's not a scary name <laughs> like, i was watching it i'm like that I'm is not scared of a guy named gabriel <laughs> you know what i mean it's my middle name i know it's your middle name it's a it's not horrible scary. name <laughs> Yeah, Dude. like the last guy, Solomon. I don't know, something about that. That's it's, scary. It's a good villain name. Yeah. It's not scary. But Solomon's a freaky name. Yeah, Solomon's Who names their kid Solomon? Yeah. Gabriel's just like, oh, yeah. That's Gibby. the youth pastor, you know? Gabe. Um, yeah. But um, Palm Clementeeth is Paris. I love her. So do I. I didn't even know she was in the movie, I think, because all of the promo stuff had her with like the face paint on, so I just never realized it was her. It still looks like her though. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not I like sorry. great. You're acting like it's like the Joker makeup. Oh, it's, it's like not. A, it's yeah. like a little powder. Yeah, it's just like on her face, her eyes, <laughs> it's and mouth. Around her eyes. Yeah. it's like a Robin. Just, I just didn't realize. I think I'm used to seeing her with like antennas too, so I just didn't realize. But um, I saw her name in the beginning. I was like, oh shit, cool. She's in this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think out of the three new characters, she might have been my favorite one. She doesn't say very much. No, she's that like cliche, silent assassin, secondary villain. It's that's... always a girl too. Yeah, Did you realize that? Like, yeah, you Kingsman's the girl with the mm-hmm. knife legs. John Wick two. John Wick two, who's literally mute and doesn't say much. So, I love her. Yeah, it's totally a cliche, but I think it's a pretty fun cliche. No, I I like her. I thought she was yeah. really good. I thought Gabriel was the best part because I do like the whole getting a little more backstory on Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's the Ethan. thing. Backstory changes how you look at these characters a little bit because they they change some stuff without getting into spoilers straight away. They change a lot of how like not only Ethan Hunt, but all of these characters got into the IMF. Yeah. And they were all kind of like bad people. They did stupid things. Yeah. Do you want to hear the critic consensus? So, as I said, it has a 98% Rotten Tomatoes. There is no audience scores yet. Uh, with world-threatening stakes and epic set pieces to match the massive title, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 proves this is still a franchise you should choose to accept. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I wouldn't give it a 98. No. Because, as I said, I don't think it's as good as Ghost Protocol or, of course, Fallout, which I think is the best one in the franchise so far. Yeah, so do I. Oh, my God. Is that a $300 million budget? It's going to oh, make it back. Oh. Dude. Oh. Tom oh. Cruise makes money. Tom Cruise does pull and bank. Yeah. No one thought Top Gun Maverick was going to make that money. Yeah, that made a bill. Yeah, we were wrong about that one. Damn, we really get some of these movies box office scores wrong. Yeah. But, um, oh, so we need to do our scores. You told me I wasn't going to expect what you gave it. Yeah. What, what are you guessing I gave it? I think you gave it an 84. I actually give it an 86. Okay. I thought that I was going to be low. I thought you were going to like this more than me. I didn't say my score yet. I know, but what is it? 84. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't, and if I give <laughs> if I give a movie above an 80, that's a good score. Yeah, totally. It's just not as high as I, like, 
in a way, I, I really enjoyed myself. It's a mm-hmm. Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. I think every single one of them, except for two. Even two has its moments that are fun. Just not as many fun scenes as the rest of the franchise. Yeah. But I was a little disappointed. Like, not a lot, but like I was wanting a little bit more. Yeah, same here. I wanted a little bit more out of Haley Atwell, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the writing of her. I don't think it's her performance. I think it's, I the, think it's writing. the writing of the character. Yeah. And I don't know. It just felt like it was missing something. I think it was missing characters. Yeah. Like, I feel like a certain character that we're not going to talk about right now because of spoilers. I didn't like what, how that character's story ended. Yeah. I feel like that was kind of like a weird decision. Mm-hmm. But I, did, I didn't mind that. But there are different gripes that I have with that character through the story. I'll we'll talk oh, about okay. it. But um, yeah. So 84. Yeah. I, I think. This movie should have been like a 90-92 maybe. But it was just those things where like, you know, Grace, Haley Atwell's character, like Gabriel not being the best villain in my opinion. And just like the sudden Ethan on backstory that is just put into this movie. It just didn't really work for me. And I think it's more not the movie being bad in a whole, but just little things dragging it down yeah. that made me drop it score. No, that's what I think. And as much as I like Gabriel, mm-hmm. and I think he's the best of the new additions, he's still not as good as Philip Seymour Hoffman, I think, as a villain. Yeah. Henry Cavill is a villain. Mm-hmm. Kitchener has just kind of a villain through the whole kind of franchise. He's not really a villain. Oh, yeah. He's not always the best. Um, and who's the villain? In- he's only been in the first one of this, right? Yeah, but yeah. he's not the best guy in the first one. Yeah, no. He scares me in the first one. The fish tank scene. <laughs> yeah. scene freaked me out as a child. Yeah. I think it's the camera angle that they always do. The, it's like up, up yeah, his nostrils. Up and yeah, and you see all his boogers. Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Whenever I see him, I'm like, he's going right up the nose. No. <laughs> um, a weird angle. Who's the villain in Ghost Protocol? Um, I don't remember. I remember it was like a blonde girl who yeah, kills it's a, a good guy villain, in the Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I like Gabriel, but he's not as good as some of the other villains that we've got. Yeah. I still think Philip Seymour Hoffman's probably the number two villain. I think Henry Cavill. It's the best villain yeah. out of the whole franchise. Cox is fucking hard. When so he cool. reloads his arms, <laughs> it's it's perfectly over the top. And the fact that he did that himself, and then they were mm-hmm. like, "He's like, sorry, I shouldn't have done that." And they're like, "No, no, do it again." Mm-hmm. And then he was doing it on every press junket that he had to do. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I I don't hate this movie, but I'm definitely more on IMDb side of this movie. Yeah, like I think Rotten Tomatoes is a what's little, IMDb? Eight point three. Yeah, that's fair. And then 89 on Google, 99. That's a pretty solid jump. Yeah. I think IGN gave it an eight, which yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah so I, I'm people are going to be like 84. That's such a low score. And I told Ryan, I raised my score on Dial of Destiny to an 85, which that's a little biased. So I think it's probably going to be like 83. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going to see it again today. And I'm, I'm expecting to give this movie, to give Dial of Destiny like a 70. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. You love Indiana Jones. Like, like obsessed. Like, yeah. Third favorite franchise. That's saying a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> Star Wars and Harry Potter, of course, <laughs> number one, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, do you, do you want to do some spoilers? Yeah, we can go to spoilers. Embargo lifted. We can, we can spoil things. This can come out a little bit. Yeah. Well, this is going to come out in like a day. <laughs> yeah. We're good. But, um, we should be fine. But, um, yeah. So if you want, don't want a spoiler, if you haven't seen the movie yet, skip ahead i guess or just come back to us 
after you watch yeah, the movie. Yeah, go watch the movie. This movie is fun, and it's definitely meant to be seen. Definitely worth seeing. seeing. Yeah. And we were right. Of course, Tom Cruise had to do his little pre-movie uh-huh. little speech. <laughs> should have put money on that. <laughs> no, because that's, that's got to be like a betting line. That has to be a betting line two. or something. Yeah. Does Tom Cruise say thank you in the beginning? <laughs> he, he did. did. Uh, Maverick, right? Yeah, he did. That one was long. That was like two or three oh, minutes. Oh, yeah, he like explains. Thank you for coming to the movies again. <laughs> See, that didn't. I like when they do. I like when actors do stuff like that. Yeah, no. It's definitely a Tom Cruise like. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons, they did it. Really? Yeah. That movie's underrated. That movie's going to end up in my like top 15 movies of the year. Yeah. I'll watch it when it... Is it on like Netflix or anything yet? No. It's on Netflix. I'll watch it when it's it comes out on there. Like you can rent it. Oh, okay. But um... So if you're listening, I'm going to start spoiling things. Um, So I'm, I know you don't mind it as much. My biggest thing was Rebecca Ferguson being killed off. Mm-hmm. Because you know that he loves her. Like, Ethan loves Rebecca Ferguson's character. When they have that moment where it's like, it's my first time in Venice. Me too. And they hug. Like I love that. But I knew knew that meant something bad. (laughs) You don't do that in a spy thriller if you're going to keep the character. But first off, I hated the they tried to fake us out with her dying. I knew right away she was alive. I'll be honest. It got me for a second. It was when she was like, if she was laying face up, it would have got me. As soon as she was like, I was like, she's going to do like a kick thing. Yeah. So I got it right. But also the gripe I had with that, I was saying a couple minutes ago, is that when she's like riding away, he makes a big point where he's like, you're supposed to be dead. Stay dead. Nothing ever comes of that. Like he just kind of said that. And you think there'd be a scene with like, was it Kittredge or whatever? You think there'd be a scene where like somebody sees her and it's like, you're supposed to be dead. Nothing like that happens. No. And when she finally does meet like Gabriel and um, Vanessa Kirby's character, they don't even mention it. They're like, it's nice to see you again. <laughs> like nobody mentions that she's supposed to be dead. It's just yeah. kind of like a throwaway line, which I don't know. Dude, she's about to have a bang in 2023. Oh, yeah. This, this and Doom, Doom? too. <laughs> oh, do you see that they confirmed Doom Messiah is going to happen? That's really? going to be the final Doom movie. Good. Denise going to make it, everything. Is he going to do, like, Ooh. wait a few years I think he's going to wait. He hasn't confirmed if he's going to. But Paul needs to be a bit older. Yeah. I don't it, know anything about, like, the books, so I don't know. Messiah's. It's heard, an acid trip. I've heard people like it. And it's Lee. The, it's someone wrote down acid. It's insane. But um, back to this. Yeah, I just, I didn't like the fake out. I don't, I normally don't like that at all. Unless mm-hmm. it's done well. Yeah. This was not to me, at least. Because as soon as she was facing out, I was like, you don't see someone dead and they yeah. didn't die. But, um, and then I didn't like how she means so much to Ethan. She dies. He's sad. Yeah. And then a scene later, he's fine. Yeah. And I think and Haley Atwell pretty much took over that role. Yeah. And that, that was Which, my biggest issue. It was kind of obvious that she was going to be like the new female love sort interest. of love interest, but not really. I don't think she's going to be a love interest for Ethan Hunt. I don't think so. I don't think Tom Cruise is that petty. <laughs> Wait, what um, do you mean petty? He's, he's always got to have some woman in the movie be like his love interest. Yeah, it's going to be Haley Atwell now. I don't, I don't think that. Dude, do you see the looks they give each other in this movie? No, I think he's going to like take care of her, but I don't think he's going to do that. If you had a choice to kiss Haley Atwell, <laughs> would you write that in your script? <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. You're not wrong. I don't know. I don't think so. But um, the thing I said when, when we walked out of the theater is that 
the entire beginning of the movie, everything before the credits, it's is just way overpacked. <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> you get so much immediately. And you don't even have time to like settle into a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, no. Usually, yeah, usually like Ghost Particle. I think that might be my favorite opening because it opens with him in prison and then they break him out and he's like, got to get the one guy. It's just a fun little action scene to get you into it. This one is like you're hit with Russian immediately and then they die. <laughs> and then you're in a fucking assassination attempt on Elsa, which they make a big deal out of like these assassins never fail. They always bring him in and then they just kill the assassins and it's like nothing like there, there's a lot more. They just overpack the opening. Like with what I said earlier, where he's like, you're dead, stay dead, which is lying that doesn't really mean anything. And then in that CIA briefing room or whoever's telling, no, it's when he gets the mission and they make a whole point of like, he's got $50 million bounty. These assassins never fail. And then he just takes them out like it's nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they could have just said like, she's got a bounty, get her out and not said like, these are crazy good assassins. You know what I mean? It was just little things that did just overpacked the beginning and it was just way too much immediately but after the credits it calms down a little bit and you're fine oh and i know we talked about this. i don't know if you remember this conversation we talked about this the other day man when i was like you see his wife again in ghost protocol and you're like no you see her in fallout yeah you do see her in ghost protocol you see her on the oh, bridge yeah, and he's you, like watching her, her, yeah. and he's like sad and then he walks into the fog yeah it's a great ending <laughs> uh she's in three of course she's like a main character in three yeah She's a pretty big part in Fallout. Mm-hmm. And then Ghost Protocol. And Ghost Protocol is probably my favorite time when you see her. Because yeah. it's like he's letting, he's like, this is better for her. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. I did like in Fallout when he sees her. <laughs> she's like, what are you doing here? And she realizes, she's like, ah, oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> damn it, Ethan. <laughs> I love she Ethan. She realizes, Hunt. like, every time she sees him, something bad is happening. <laughs> Who do you like more, Ethan Hunt or Maverick? Ethan Hunt. I think I think I'm gonna be on the Maverick. Really? Game. Yeah. Wow. Maverick's dope. <laughs> Maverick is dope. But Ethan Hunt he doesn't fuck around. This <laughs> is Maverick. No, but you know who's gonna win the fight? Ethan Hunt. Maverick's got a jet. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> what does Ethan Hunt have? <laughs> no, he'd still find a way, dude. It's the impossible mission. He's got sprint speed. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. I was thinking Ethan Hunt has to do like, or not Ethan Hunt. Tom Cruise has to do like a track and field movie now. <laughs> he's just running. Dude, when he's <laughs> running on top of it. I I did laugh when the <laughs> agents are looking for him. Like he has to be somewhere. Angel, look, he's just running on the that was, ceiling. That was great. That yeah. made me laugh. A lot of the jokes are airplanes. Airport was the best part. You think or so? the driving scene? I did love driving it. scene because that's all real. Which made I it think insane. the driving scene was good. It was just too long. Like it went on for a while, and it was the same care. joke of like they're crisscross. They do that like three times. It's like okay, it's good scene. It's fun. It can end. Just now. accept it though. It's a stunt scene that they did in yeah. Venice. I'm not saying it's bad. With a little it's good. yellow Fiat. Yeah, the Panto. It's not a Panto. <laughs> it looks like a Panto. Okay, but it's um, just a Fiat. Yeah, yeah. No, the stunts were great. I will say, the jump is awesome. It's incredible. It's not holding onto an airplane. Like he's just jumping off he a mountain. He jumps off a cliff. <laughs> Why do people do that? <laughs> How many people do you know that have not me personally, but I've seen a lot of videos. I've a motorcycle. I've seen a lot of videos. You ever go on the internet? People do it all the time. 
you do not see people ride a motorcycle off a cliff, parachute, and then do low gliding in the same stunt. I'm not saying it wasn't cool. It's incredible. I'm just saying it's not as cool as the other ones. Yes, it is. I don't think so. He's hooked onto the plane. <laughs> yeah, but he's still holding onto an airplane. But he's not going it's up. Not like it's he's so got, cool. It's not like he has nothing attaching him to the plane. He's attached. He's going to parachute in this. He'll be fine. What if the parachute doesn't open? He's dead. What if the tether breaks in the plane? He's dead. He's got like six of them. He's all hooked in it. He's not. The, he had like one tether. The Burj sort of. Khalifa stunt is cooler than the airplane stunt. Burj Khalifa is pretty cool. Because yeah. that's insane. Love, yeah, that one's awesome. And they tried to talk him out of that one. Mm-hmm. They didn't try and talk him out of the plane because they figured out how they could do it pretty safely. Yeah. The best is the behind the scenes of the jump, though. Because they're all like, oh, God, oh, God, he's going to die. He's going to die. He's going to die. Yeah. It was cool. It's cool that they filmed him doing the line, too. You know, he's jumping. He's like, I'm trying to get away. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's actually in that. That's yeah. insane. It is awesome. Tom, don't forget your line. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. It was a cool stunt. Just I don't think it was as good as some of the other ones. Like, I think the Halo jump's cooler than that. Halo jump's just cool. Halo jump's awesome. I want a Halo jump. That's on my list. It's not on mine. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> Halo jumping would be awesome. It's a little too high. <laughs> Above the clouds yeah. is a little too much. In a lightning storm. You're, you're I can Henry say Cavill. we have to do it that way. <laughs> Dude, the best in that movie is when Henry Cavill's like, get out of my way. Just immediately gets struck by lightning. <laughs> oh, man. I love that movie. Great movie. But um, <clears throat> we just went so off topic. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking oh, about we were talking about Yeah. Um. I did like the idea of it, instead of him landing on the train, he just comes just through comes a window, the window, and yeah. it doesn't look smooth at all. No, he, dude, he wallops the dude. <laughs> he kicks the dude out of the train the other way. <laughs> he didn't mean to. <laughs> I think he just came through. <laughs> He's like, I see her. Boom. Yeah. But um, no, all um, the stunts were great. Yeah. Tom Cruise is that man. Yeah. Oh, the driving scene. I think my favorite part of that was seeing Paris just laughing the whole time. <laughs> Oh, and she's, she's driving, like, yeah, he's lingling. Oh my god, that's that's when I realized this is a this is a fun character. She's a psychopath. Yeah, it was awesome. But um, no, I I I had fun with this movie. It just I felt like it could have been better, which yeah. seems to be a trend with twenty twenty three movies. Is yeah. that we keep saying this movie could have been better? It could have been better. Mm-hmm. One movies have been really good this year. Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse was good. Um, Past Lives, but you haven't seen that yet. Is that still in theaters now? Yeah. KOP. Oh. Okay. That's it. Maybe I'll see it next time I'll come home. Um, yeah, but I think another part of this movie, when they're in oh, Venice, yeah. like everything goes down and they have the meeting and he says one of the two girls have to die. It was a good scene. I think. I knew who was going to die, though. Yeah, you kind of you, you knew who it was going to be. Um. You you had a bigger gripe with that than I did. I think my gripe with it was that it should have been a little more brutal, which I know is bad to say. But when she got stabbed in like the shoulder, I was like, "Oh, they're gonna do another fake out death." Like I didn't believe she was dead until the stabbed next like scene. here. Yeah, but I was like, eh, "That would kill you." Probably gonna kill you. But I was like, "God, don't, don't do it." Another might have been a little bit lower. Might have went to her lung. Yeah, I think you're really dead. Yeah, that's rough. No, well, she she died. Yeah, she is dead. I know He's that. Clearly She's clearly dead. Very dead. Haley Atwell should have died. What what was your big gripe with that? Because I didn't. 
Haley Atwell should have been the one that died, not Rebecca Ferguson. And it was more that it should have been a lot more emotional and had a bigger toll on everyone. Yeah. They're sad for one scene, then they're fine. Yeah. And Haley Atwell is just like, okay. Like, I don't know. It felt like she could have been more a little bit more defensive of doing it. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know. That whole sequence after she dies was a little bit where it started to lose me a little bit. And then as soon as I realized that he was going to do the jump, I got back into it. Yeah. Um, Simon Pegg's so good in this franchise. He's just a fun is. character. Yeah. Luther's the best character in this franchise. Vince Rames. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, so Vin Rames, not Vince Rames. Yeah, but... um. I think the best part of that Venice scene was the the fight in like the corridor with Ethan Hunt in Paris. Oh, in the tight yeah, little dude. hallway. <laughs> yeah, that was the one moment where me and you, when he slams her head, dude, we were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, he he, and that dude got it. The oh, other guy, that yeah. dude was knocked out cold. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the train, all the train stuff, I liked. Mm-hmm. I did. I've come around on. When Gabriel's talking to the um, CIA director, mm-hmm. and he's like, you're the only one that knows, and he slashes his throat. I get that, because now he's the only one that knows. When he turns around and tries to kill Paris, I was like, that's that's dumb. How are you going to know? But then I, I've i come around to it realizing that the AI told him, like, yeah. this is her personality. She will turn on, turn on you. Or because he also saw that Tom, um, he let her go, so yeah. that might also be like just a human condition. Yeah. I'm if she, I'm she's probably going to be in the next movie, which I'm excited to see. I oh, know I think she's going to die. No, they, oh no, they say she has it a ends pulse. with she had a pulse, so uh, she's going to come back. I liked her. I liked her too. I just I, I hate the fake out stuff. Just let yeah. characters die. I don't think that wasn't a fake out. That was just she like goes. <laughs> Appreciate the fake out death, <laughs> and then a whole scene later, yeah. like she has a pulse. Yeah, yeah, the. The two CIA guys. The white guy around. sucked. You I did it? not like him. I like the black guy. He was cool. He was cool. But I he like was also more... just like the one to be like, is he really that bad? Exactly. <laughs> but that he's that's the truth. It is the truth. I didn't mind um, Jasper is his name. Shay Wingham. He wasn't horrible. I, I just didn't like him as much as the other one. I liked him. He was a little too like. Gung ho. Hamming it up. Yeah, I can see it that. It felt like very stereotypical. Cat and mouse. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite character. Yeah, that's fine. I liked all the driving, though. I like I like all the stunts. Yo, the other dude, the black dude, his name is Greg Tarzan Davis. That's a dope that's name. That's a dope name, That's dude. a Hollywood name. That is absolutely Tarzan. He needs Tarzan. to play Tarzan now. They need to make a good live-action Tarzan movie. You think they'll give it another shot? No. <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> I still haven't seen the Scarsgard one. It's not horrible, but it they kind of like... They didn't take it as dark as it could have been. Yeah. They could have been really cool. The animated Tarzan movie is probably the most violent kids movie. It's pretty dark. And how the one guy and how the main villain dies. He hangs himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and you see him like you hear him. And it's, yeah, you see him like it's a dark scene. <laughs> Dang, we've had a we've watched a lot of movies this week. Mm-hmm. We're about to see our fourth one in seven days. Yeah. Insidious, Sinister, this. Yeah. And Indiana. I think. To go back to the beginning, the best part when he like gasses the CIA room, I honestly was like, "Oh man, this guy's just gonna like blow up a bomb or something like that." I genuinely was like, "Oh my god, it's him!" Oh, you didn't know it was him? No, I thought it was like an assassin going in to kill somebody, and I so, was like, yeah. "I thought the same thing until he wasn't talking." 
Mm. I was like, oh, he's gonna, it's gonna be him. Yeah. Because no, I, when he like pulled out the gas mask, even I was like, oh shit, he's gonna kill everyone except the IMF guy. Kitchener. And then he pulled it off, and I was like, yo. I, I, I'm not gonna say I knew it, but I had a feeling because anytime yeah. they wear the mask, they don't really talk, mm-hmm. which makes sense because they don't sound like them. Well, now they have the voice mod. Yeah. But um, I was I was like, okay, it's the mask, isn't it? And they, I was like, I was yeah. like, yes, no, dude, it genuinely caught me by surprise. I was like, oh, I yeah. love the masks. I oh, think it's the best. Oh, it's so good. I gotta watch the first one again. Mm-hmm. First, a one's lot so of masks in that one. There is a lot of man. <laughs> that one is a trippy movie because you have no idea who's who. <laughs> Ghost Protocol is a bet. Three has some really good stunts. When he's sliding down the side of the building and stuff. It's not. That was all green screen. That is? It's not him. I mean, he's still like, it's not like an actual building. Well, that like, sucks. I thought he was Jackie Chan. And, uh, yeah, no, that's, yeah, Jackie Chan. Three is the one that has like the least amount of stunts. Two I think he still more? sprinted like five miles or something, which is crazy. But like. Dude, he's moving in this one. Oh, he is moving. When he's, he's going, always moving. When he's running through Venice. I love those shots of him in like the fog and stuff. I always think they look so cool. Yeah. Very like generic like <laughs> scene, but it looks yeah. cool when Tom Cruise does it. Mm-hmm. His run is so funny. <laughs> it's just straight up and just when he's arms. running from the sandstorm. That's one of the coolest shots in any of the movies. That is a great shot. I love that movie. Yeah. Ghost Protocol, so except for the stupid haircut. Besides that, so I don't like the haircut in that one. I don't like the long hair. I like when he has his shorter hair. Like yeah. his haircut in three is the best haircut. You think? Yeah, I love three. I think one one in three. I think Fall is like, the best haircut. It's a little bit longer on top, right? And it's like done. Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. It's not a bad one. I just like the short hair. I will say this is the first time he looked like he was aging. I was just about to say the same thing. When they're on the boat. Like you can see the I wrinkles like, in his oh, face. You're like, oh, yeah. Made me sad. <laughs> same. I was like, no. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> the Scientology's starting to wear off. <laughs> he needs to hop back in that Lazarus pit. For like a good five minutes. Can <laughs> you imagine evil Tom Cruise? <laughs> I love Tom Cruise. So I'm not going to say anything bad about Tom Cruise. I want him on the show someday. Dude, our conversation in the car yesterday. Mr. Cruise. <laughs> Mr. Cruise, you want to come on a podcast? <laughs> but um, yeah, is there anything else you want to say about this movie? I, I pretty much said all of my, yeah, all of my knowledge. Just a good, fun movie. I think that... Again, like nothing was bad about it. It was just little things, especially character things, just dragging it down. But um, can't wait to see Michelle Monaghan in the next one. <laughs> you know she's gonna show up. His wife. Oh, I think she'll show up again at some point. Yeah, I think she'll show up in the next one. I love her. Like helping out another village. Like you're back. She's so pretty. She is. I love her. Yeah. Um. But yeah, is there anything else you want to add about Mission Impossible? I think we didn't touch on the villain, the AI. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Neither am I. Because uh, I don't think it's on. a stupid idea, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was too easy. I always like the person character. I like so real I. people. Yeah, like Gabriel is the surrogate villain because he's just working for the AI. Yeah, no, I get like they need to change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just do the same stories kind of. Yeah. Like it's always like a bad guy doing something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is unique. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a lot of points where, like, why does he have so many henchmen? You know what I mean? Who, the like, AI? Yeah. I think Gabriel, I think they're all Gabriel's henchmen. Th- that would make sense. That's but, like, what I think. 
because I was watching like the end when he jumps off the train and gets out. Like, who parked the car there? You know what I mean? Oh no, I think that's just like Gabriel's men. I don't think it's a yeah. sentient. Okay, I think it's just. Him. I, I was thinking like, why? Why would they be working for the? Like, what do they get out of it? I will say, you know, a line that I did not like. What? You know, he checks his pockets and he realizes he doesn't have the key. And he's all, he's like, Ethan. Oh yeah, I didn't like that. He just said Hunt. Ethan was stupid. Say your last name. It sounds so much better. Yeah. Ethan's such a no. I thought it was corny just yelling the name in general. But it makes sense if like. Yeah. But it was st- like it was cheesy, but I feel like it would have been a little less cheesy. You said Hunt. Yeah. I don't know. No, I know it's very mean. picky. Yeah. But I I thought it's I mean I there. said the name was dumb. We were both picky. <laughs> I said Gabriel wasn't a scary name. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Yeah. I also I really didn't like the flashback stuff. It just felt forced. We didn't see a lot. I was happy they didn't do like a whole sequence. It was just like that yeah, one I, shot. We're surely gonna find out more about it. But if it you think if it, I feel like they might just No, I, I think we're gonna find I think Gabriel's gonna like sit down and be like, I killed that woman. But I, if it's another like Ex love interest that we have to listen to for it's 20 Michelle minutes. Michelle Monaghan. Oh my God. <laughs> but she just I'll didn't die. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he never had like a love interest, like except for Rebecca Ferguson and Michelle Monaghan. I feel like that would have made it more important. I think Michelle Monaghan's the only one he should have had. Yeah, like maybe like. As much as I like Rebecca Ferguson. Maybe he cares about Rebecca Ferguson, yeah. but Michelle Monaghan, because he does love his wife. Yes. And like he wants to protect her. That's why he keeps doing. That should have always been the storyline. He's doing this to protect her. Yes. Not this new storyline that they're adding in, which I didn't hate, but I wish it kind of just. Yeah, I agree. I think that. that should be like the only woman in his life. Yeah. But as much as I like Rebecca Ferguson and I love that character, I don't think she should have like gotten together with Tom Cruise. It just didn't feel right. How's the third one end? I don't remember. I, don't I think remember. it ends with him being like, yeah, I'm done. And then they're like, ha. Ah. It's making way too much money. There's a reason why him and her aren't together anymore after that one. Like well, yeah, I, she gets abducted by terrorists. So she's kind of like, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I felt so <laughs> well. And then she has to shoot her husband. Yeah. That's one of the corniest scenes, at, like the most ridiculous ideas ever. That he has, She has to shoot him in the head to stop the bomb from going off. Yeah. I got to rewatch that movie. I haven't seen that one in it's a while. It's ridiculous. But every time, like, come on, do it, do it. And there's no wound or anything. He's just fine. Mm-hmm. So funny. Yeah. Early 2000s. I got to rewatch it because everything I've seen. Excuse me. Is that Philip Seymour Hoffman is a great villain. I don't remember him like at all. The movie doesn't have a lot of substance. Yeah. It's very much just like an early 2000s action. action. Mm -hmm. J.J. Abrams. Is that who directed it? It was his first like big movie. It's a good movie. I like it. But um, I have nothing else to say. So if you have something to say. No, I think hit everything really like. Good movie, fun movie. I can't wait for part two, but it definitely just needed a bit more substance in places. Cool. Yeah, feel the same. Well, what is your recommendation of the week, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could say the movie you watched last night. I know I've said that already, though. Have you? Probably. Most definitely. Most I mean, definitely. It's right there. It's right there. Um, we messed that poster up. Beasts of No Nation. Watched it. You like that movie? It's a very good movie. It's not a fun one. No, very no, good no, movie. It's not. It was kind of like how I thought the last King of Scotland was going to be like fun. <laughs> yeah, not. He's not a good guy. <laughs> Hotel Rwanda. I was expecting a little more. <laughs> I remember, like I was in like a sixth grade. I was like, this is depressing. <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend the Belko Experiment. Is it, that the one where they're all trapped inside? They're trapped the inside. It's written by James Gunn. 
I watched it yesterday. Not many jump scares. It's very much like a slasher horror kind yeah. of in that genre. It's more of a thriller. Heard good things. There's some there's some scary scenes in that movie. Mm-hmm. Great cast though. Mm-hmm. Like, Sean Gunn's in it. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know Rooker's in it. Uh Rooker's in it. Daniel Dallas Mountain's in it. Really? Uh the girl from Morbius, his like love interest, Alahana. Yeah. Whatever her Yeah, I know you're talking about. She's she might be one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Like I was watching the movie, I was like, that's in like <laughs> like in no like weird she's just like a beautiful human i don't know yeah. it's incredible incredible great movie not great very fun movie but yeah go check it out it's on prime i think cool yeah so that's the end of episode 104 uh make sure to go check out mission impossible dead reckoning part one when it hits theaters on july 13 12 12 i think 12 so yeah, uh, thank you guys for tuning in and make sure to like and share this podcast. Me and Ryan are now going to go watch an 80-year-old man go on an adventure. Do it.